Yo, what is up, everybody? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Confusingly Clear. This week, we have a very special episode for you. Oh, yeah. Nice and very special. This week, we have a special guest, my or our good friend, Marky. He will be giving us the inside scoop on what it's like to be an NBA content creator. Nice. I love scoops. I do, too. Yeah. Just scoops of... Nope, just scoops. Leave, leave it at scoops. Yep. Uh, then we're going to get a little deep for you guys, all right? We're just going to be yeah, talking. Yeah, baby, we're going to get deep. <laughs> we're just going to be talking about uh, following your passions and not being afraid to take risks because you never know, man. They might pay off in the end. Exactly. This this episode, we're going to be hitting some nice hard topics, baby, because that's hard. what we do. Get hard. Also, so, if you haven't already, be sure to join our giveaway on Instagram at Confusingly Clear. All you need to do is follow us on Instagram, SoundCloud comment and tag two friends and share the post that's easy as that easiest one hundred dollars you'll $100. ever make one hundred dollars with that being said let's just freaking get into it already do it bye <laughs> what the frick is up good podcast for you uh yeah i think we should this is confusingly clear ha <laughs> What is going on, everybody? What's welcome, up? Welcome back to another episode of Confusingly Clear. I am your co-host, Kari Pisarder. I'm your other co-host, Diesel Dave. And uh, before we get into the episode, we yeah. have an announcement, David. Would you we like do to? Have an- yeah, I'm about to drop this on you guys. All drop right? it, dude. I don't know if you've been following I'll us pick on it social up. media. All right. <laughs> but if you haven't, do it. Uh, At Confusingly Clear on Instagram. Correct. Uh, we have a, we're having a giveaway. Um, giveaway! For those of you who don't know, a giveaway is basically when we give something away. Yes. Uh, what and is that something, Carl? That is, that something is a hundred buckaroos. One hundred doll hairs. It sounds like what you're one saying is... hundred thousand pennies. Whoa. Uh, I don't think I think that's... it's ten thousand pennies. Yeah, it's ten thousand pennies. Are you sure? So that's a yeah. big conversion. 10,000 divided by 100. I'm really bad at yeah, math. Anyway, so, so yeah. a $100 gift card we're giving away. And like, how easy is it, how easy is it to win this, Carl? Tell um, the people at Right home. now, there's only 10 people in it. So you have a 10% chance of winning. And that is pretty damn good. Is that the math? 10%? Yeah. So one divided by 10. Wouldn't it be 10, one in 10 chance? Which is you... 10%, David. Yes. Do your health, smart. Yeah, sick. Let's get it right now. But yeah, so in order to join the giveaway, you need to do three very simple things. Tell them. One. Follow us on Instagram and SoundCloud okay. at Confusingly Clear. Mm-hmm. Two, tag two people in the comment sections, which is on the post on our Instagram. Okay. And three, share the post on your story. Ooh. It's that simple. Say it again for the people in the back. Can I'm you can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. They, they, they got it. Okay. So seriously, that's $100 free. We're trying to... Visa uh, gift card. Yeah, we're just trying to give that to you guys. You can use it wherever, obviously, that accepts Visa. So, I mean, hop on which that. Which is it's, everywhere now. Yeah. Which should be everywhere. It's like nothing. It'll take you literally a minute and a half, and then you could possibly have $100. Who cares if your friends see it and show, see that you're joining a giveaway? Do it. Yeah. That doesn't make you less of a person. Do I you want to be $100 richer? Yeah. Get your money. Fucking bitch. That's right. Sick of you guys. <laughs> All right, well, with that being said, we have a nice episode for you guys. Oh, yeah, we got a real juicy episode, if oh, I yeah. so myself. Super juice. What do we got, Carl? So we have a special guest on this week. Ooh. What? Hailing all the way from Sacramento, California. Okay. A good friend of both of ours now because you met him last week in Vegas. I did. All the way coming from Sacramento. Please give a warm welcome to Marky Porragas. What it do, baby? What it do, baby? What's happening, dude? Good, man. Glad to be on the podcast. I've always wondered what it'd be like to be on a podcast. It's pretty much just a conversation with mics in front of your face. Yeah, so. but it's it's magical. So yeah, feel yeah. that. So it's, it's just good to be here, and thanks for inviting me. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for yeah, coming. Yeah, no problem. That's, that's a. I was surprised you wanted to come here. I wasn't because we're dope. But Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> we're dope. Uh, so why don't you uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself? Yeah, spit your shit, bro. Yeah, dude. So uh, for those who don't know me, I was. Born in Vancouver, Canada. Canada. I lived there till I was about seven years old, and then I moved to Sacktown, nine one six. Say it backwards, upside down. It's uh, it's nine one six. If you do that, just for the people at home, taking it backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, flip it. Yeah, so I I I was uh, I grew up there, and then I went to college with Carl. Yeah, yeah, Bobcats, baby. Yeah, Yeah. Merced. And then now I work for the sacramento kings as a videographer nice yeah. that is freaking sick that's dope so, that's that's me yeah so the seven years you lived in canada did you kind of take anything from that 
And bring, um, it to, bring it with you to Sacramento? Not really. All my family's in Canada. So all my cousins, my aunts and uncles, they migrated from the Philippines to Canada. Um, it was just my family. Uh, we moved to the United States because my dad, he landed a job in Sacramento. So oh, we, sick. We were pretty lucky to um, get like a working visa and eventually a dual citizenship. So it's... So you're a dual citizen? Yeah. So nice. I'm both Canadian and... What? Best you get to cut through all the lines at the airports, that's for sure, when you go to Canada, huh? Wait, why? Because there's visiting passport sections, oh, right? Oh, and yeah. then there's and I've never been. citizen ones. Yeah. We should so go to Canada. We skip all the lines. I hear that um, Vancouver's very nice. Yeah. Vancouver's very, very really, nice. really nice. People tell me that it's kind of, it's essentially San Francisco, but 10 times cleaner mm, and better. It's, it's really clean. Yeah. Um, like, like I said, there's two main cities mm-hmm. in Canada there's Vancouver on the west side west and then, side and then on the east side is where all like the rappers and musicians come from Toronto gotcha there's so. a lot of uh, middle eastern people in Toronto I've, yeah. I've I've learned yeah Nav he's from Toronto right yeah I don't know who that is um he's on Mustard's album Baghetti's in the Face oh, I just put oh, an eight in okay. Alita there's two Dunners. Navs that I know from Toronto really actually. There's the rapper, and then there's that dude who sits courtside at the Raptors game. Like, oh, all okay, the time. okay. So that's that's pretty dope. He's pretty tight too. Yeah. Is he just like a super fan? Is he just hella rich? Uh, yeah, he's a super fan. I think both. <laughs> he uh, make sure of both. Yeah. He owns his own like car car dealership or whatever. Oh, okay. So I think that's that was his background. That's but cool. It's pretty dope. So how would you say um, growing up in Canada and SAC helped shape who you are today? And like how you approach approach everything. Yeah. Right. So when I moved to California, I noticed that like it's super diverse. Like everyone. True. Like you see different Maybe. people everywhere. I think Northern California is one of the most diverse areas mm-hmm. in the United States. So that kind of allowed me to be myself. Okay. Um, you know, like being more exposed to the mainstream culture. Um seeing a lot of what music has to offer um i think back then dance was huge mm-hmm. um so I, I started dancing so i it, it really allowed me to be whatever i wanted to be okay um, moving to california um, i feel like if i were to if i never moved i feel like canada would would have limited me because i feel like they are not exposed to a lot of like the cultural stuff yeah um as we are in the united states I feel like it would take them longer to uh, become exposed to that stuff. So, what um, stuff per se? Just like s- things you see like on TV, they have different TV channels. Oh. They don't play the same music that we do, oh. um, which like- is pretty interesting. So they have their own kind of uh, TV stations that they control. Mm-hmm. So as for for us here, like we have MTV, we we have like so you think you can dance and stuff like that. Uh-huh, so I feel you. Uh, just being exposed to that american did you ever watch degrassi no okay i I wonder if that was more popular over here i watched that shit yeah i did too i can imagine it'd be popular over there too so i didn't even i didn't even know it was canada based honestly yeah i had a huge crush on um cassie Steele. the one manny was her name i couldn't tell you i could i don't know names she was the hispanic one did she date drake for a little bit while he was in the wheelchair no. Okay, that's the white. That was a that's the girl. white girl. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, that's <laughs> yeah. the point. We digress. About but that's Degrassi. cool, though. I mean, I didn't know that um, Canada wasn't as culturally woke. Mm-hmm. I thought for some reason, oh, they have Drake, they have to be woke. But I guess that's just not the case. I think when when I was super young, I wasn't exposed to any of that stuff. Like, I think nowadays with social media and how easy for it to for videos to be to come across like internationally, mm-hmm. I think it's better now. But back then. All you had was a TV and oh, radio. That's crazy. We were actually just talking about virality the other day and how it can literally happen in an instant where you just post something for fun and then you can end up making millions of dollars off of it. Yeah, we were making the point that you can't really choose what's viral because what makes it viral is the fact that you can't make it viral. I mean, you can't It's choose. just organic. Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. that's a good word. I feel like but I mean, that kind of makes sense to me, though, because I feel like different countries in general are not as culturally woke as and i wouldn't even say the nation i think california isn't california like the most populated or like the most 
It's like the biggest state or something or like population wise texas i think is also in that well category. yeah it's not the biggest state but i thought i heard or read that it was like the most populated like in the like in Country? the world i think oh. yeah like of one state i don't know I don't quote me in that. terms of like area uh like i think population more so because i think texas yeah. is does is a lot bigger, of people but... do migrate to california to yeah. live that california quote-unquote lifestyle la or actually i mean either way the socal or norcal because we mm-hmm. have pretty so i mean when he said that they're not like as like you were talking about like pop culture and trends and stuff. Yeah, like, pop culture. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. That's cool though, but I mean, I would not have guessed that. I would have just assumed that a country up, uh, not a country up there, uh, Canada would just be as up to date with certain things. Yeah, but well, I guess it's different everywhere. So I guess that's kind of the takeaway from it. Yeah. So, so how big are sports teams in Canada? Because must have been huge for this year. Well, yeah, yeah, of course this year, but like just in general, like. Was there a huge presence? I mean, obviously, most of our sports are in America, but, like, is Canada have its own, like, set of... Yeah, so uh, Vancouver used to have a uh, NBA team, mm-hmm. Vancouver the Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Um, it's now Memphis Grizzlies. Right. Um, so basketball is still huge in Canada. They have uh, one pregame every year in Canada. Oh. Um, so they would have, like, a NBA in Canada night where... Oh, like a preseason game? Yeah, preseason oh, game. Oh, that's so dope. I think, I think, last <laughs> I, think season... I think of pregame, I was thinking everyone's just getting shit yeah. faced at a, at a game or something. <laughs> Did I say pregame? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My bad. Um, but yeah, it, last season, I think it was the Warriors that played there in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So they played the Raptors. And then I think this season, uh, the Clippers are going to be out there. Oh, shit. So um, nice. I think in terms of people who uh, are a fan of the sport of basketball, like it's still really big there in, in uh, Vancouver. Obviously, it's huge in Toronto with yeah, the Raptors and stuff. But let's go Raptors! Let's go Raptors! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we used to have a team there, but I think obviously hockey is right, the right. biggest sport there. Um, I would recommend everyone to watch hockey, even though like it's not as huge in America. It's yeah. really fast paced. Yeah, I tried watching during the Sharks series this year. Sometimes I don't even know where the fuck the puck is. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's the hardest part for me is like just trying finding to finding the puck. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like I think it's dope how they allow fights and yeah, it's crazy shit. Crazy and people get their teeth knocked out. Yeah, they heard, have like no teeth. Yeah, I heard yeah. hell of them just have fake like front like teeth or something. Yeah. I remember watching an old highlight or not an old highlight. I wouldn't really necessarily call it a highlight. It was just a video of old school hockey and then. This was when the goalies didn't have a chin guard or yeah. something to block their chin, and a goalie got his n- neck, sliced. neck sliced. Whoa. And then someone who was on the medical team happened to be a combat um, doctor in the military. Oh, wow. He ran straight to him, grabbed like grabbed his thing where he was bleeding, and he just stopped the bleeding, and he saved his life. It was crazy. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. In a matter of seconds, he just went, <laughs> put his finger in his fucking Whoa. throat. And I was like, oh, my God. It's late. Cool. Hockey, Dope. man. So, hockey. All right. Well, in other sports, like you said, NBA, um, you have special ties to NBAs, right? What are you... Uh... He said he's a videographer. Oh, for the yeah, teams, that's right. right. Yeah. Sorry. So, how did right. you get that position? Um, it was definitely a long process, but... Um, do tell. T- we got time. Today, yeah. Time, we got time. <laughs> Today, I got time, cuz. So, I'll, I'll go back to college, right? So, I didn't major in film or anything. Right. Um, what was your major? Cognitive science. So, that's like... <laughs> It's it's not very widespread right now. But it's a fairly new field. Um, they mostly research stuff about like artificial intelligence and machine learning. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so it's a interdisciplinary field where they study like neuroscience, computer science, psychology, neurology, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that's what I was interested in college. I thought that was dope. Um, but on the side, I've always done video editing. You're on, uh, you're a part of uh, Media Cats when yeah. you were in college, right? So, yeah. So in college, I was employed under the communications department, making videos for like different departments. Like if the library needed a cool like video to advertise their library or something, or like yeah. I would make videos for fraternities, sororities, mm-hmm. and different clubs. You're actually PR for the Filipino club too, yeah. right? I remember that. That was yeah. when we were in the same cabinet. So I I, I always love uh, being a creative and just making videos and taking photos so that's what i've always done on the side but i knew you know being in college like you you need to have like a good foundation f- for yourself to mm-hmm. you know because you're, you're not gonna like go all the way into oh i want to 
be a video editor i want to be a video shooter because there's not a lot of opportunities yeah. in the work yeah, field yeah i agree so obviously like i wanted to major in something that um would set me up for a good job and making good money um but when i graduated i was applying for jobs and i saw that the kings had an internship open it was a paid internship and i applied i was like whatever i'll just apply for it yeah mm-hmm. not really thinking about it um i i love the kings so it'd be dope to work for the king so i just applied and then they hit me back like really quick like, what Yo. how quick like probably a week later oh okay. shit that's they uh they hit me back they're like we're really interested uh we really like your resume we want we want to bring you in for an interview i interviewed with their uh, video team and um some of their directors okay. and they really liked me so um, how did the interview process work if you if you're allowed to talk about it is it more of just like a basic or not basic, I would say, just a typical interview style, or would you yeah. have to show your skills in terms of editing and stuff like that? Yeah, so it's uh, pretty interesting. Uh, when I interviewed for my internship, they had me, like, they, they handed me a camera, mm-hmm. and they're like, all right, so pretend you're going to film us for an interview. What settings would you put on the camera, oh, and wow. what, what would you do, like, what are your settings looking like? So I would have shit my pants. Same. I've been like, um, uh, uh, yeah. automatic. Where's um, the on button? Um, <laughs> is, I didn't take the lens cap off. I was yeah. recording the whole time. Yeah. So they, they're looking for stuff like that. Like how well do you work on the fly? Yeah. So obviously I knew how to work the camera. It was, it was a camera that I was familiar with. Nikon or Canon? Uh, Canon. Yeah. Canon baby. Canon. Right. Yeah. Uh, but re- Canon. More recently I like Sony. Sony Yo, Sony's on, on, nice. On, yeah. But they're super expensive. Yeah, they're expensive. pretty fucking expensive. I, I just got a Sony camera though. Ooh. But they're nice though. They're really nice. High qual. Um, but yeah, so um, that was my internship interview process. And then when they interviewed me again for um, the full time job. How long was your internship? Uh, my internship was the season, just the okay. length of a season. Okay. So that was oh, back. Nice. Yeah, that Probably was like two years ago, huh? Yeah, that was two seasons ago. That was back when uh, we drafted Darren Fox and uh the swiper and harry giles yeah so that was the is he still on the kings yeah okay he's going on to his third season okay that's cool cool. yeah it was it was an amazing experience um when when they wanted me on the on the team as an intern i was like super stoked um i i would be too yeah i mean it's it's i thought of it as like an experience once in a lifetime experience definitely so obviously i wanted to take full advantage of the internship especially with such a huge platform yeah i mean regardless if they're not say a high caliber team they're still a professional nba team mm-hmm. they still have a following yeah. that's huge and mm-hmm. the fact that it's paid because most internships you kind of got to like tough that out yeah and yeah. try and make it work but it's really nice when it's paid yeah so um i don't mean to interrupt but when with your degree in college and then having to do something completely different do you feel like because we've had this topic before in previous episodes like do you feel like college kind of went to waste or do you feel like it's still it was still worth it i think what i got most out of college is figuring out how like what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. and figuring out um how i wanted to carry myself like um being the person that i wanted to be Mm -hmm. so um whether it be like leadership or um dance or creative stuff like the the school was there like the academic stuff was there mm-hmm. but i what i really took out of it was like the social aspect and okay, the yeah. the things that you you need like the skills you need to become successful in the real world yeah right? the stuff they don't necessarily teach you but the stu- yeah. stuff you learn along the yeah, way yeah like how to do well in an interview or like how to speak in how the, to public in, speaking yeah, public yeah. speaking and stuff like that so um that definitely helped i just feel like college is like when you grow up you you were all you always knew that college was going to be there some type of experience yeah so um i mean i'm I'm glad i went through colleges okay cool best time because that was that was a that was a topic we had because we thought that you know you don't necessarily need to go to college to do what you love per se mm-hmm. but the fact that you did go to college i just wanted to get your um perspective on it yeah and and for me uh, specifically it was just more on my situation okay um I was just really lucky to land that internship and I think working in sports you don't get that opportunity yeah. as often probably like rarely mm-hmm. um, to be working for a team that you love to be working in a city that you live in and it's just yeah, like all all of those things came together because 
if if you wanted to pursue something in sports, right, mm-hmm. you got to be open to moving to a different city. Exactly. Because yeah. not not every team is going to have the specific position that you want. Mm-hmm. So um, I was just really lucky to have everything that I wanted, being in the city that I grew up in, work for the team that I love, and, and taking the chance too. Because yeah, I like, chance. I mean, how difficult was it for you to apply it to? Or how I mean, it probably wasn't that difficult because of it's something you enjoy so much. But you know, just taking the chance on being a videographer, knowing that did you ever fear your parents thinking, oh, why don't you want to do something relative to your major? Or I don't know, because that's how my parents would probably would have, or that's probably something that I would have thought in the back of my head when I did that. But did that ever come across your mind? Yeah, um, that was a conversation I had to have with my parents, mm-hmm. um, just letting them know, like, hey. I got this opportunity that n- no one else would probably ever get. Mm-hmm. So just let me do this. Let me explore it. And then if I don't like it, like I can go back to, you know, studying uh, more of like the cognitive science things and, mm-hmm. you know, go that route. But um, since I landed the internship and I did well, I, I thought to myself like, hey, maybe I could be a full time videographer. Maybe mm-hmm. I could have this as a career. So I think it just all came together to where like i realized that i can do these things mm-hmm. and um that i can actually like follow my dreams that how did your yeah. how did that conversation go it was good i mean i think with parents they just want to know that you have a plan okay yeah that's true i think um they want to know what your plan is blueprints and, things like and that like yeah like if you have a plan b plan c they just want to make sure that you're set up for a successful life pretty much so i wanted to make sure that i had a plan so i let them know hey like this could lead into a full-time job if not then i can uh work in a job with within cognitive science or even explore like the healthcare because obviously that's what you were into that's um what my parents were working in and they have opportunities for me there but yeah i mean just going through uh internship and stuff like that i just i just knew i think it's dope too that you actually went for it because i mean i think and i'll just say this for uh for a fun fact about me i was actually really into video editing he in, was in uh, high school <clears throat> yeah. i was really into it then me and carl were actually uh we we're part of the production broadcast broadca- club yeah that's tight um but post-production pre-production all that but like i had the same thoughts like i love doing this but realistically it's not a career or it's just it's really hard to get into a career because in my mind at that point i was like you know you pretty much have to work in hollywood or something yeah um so i just think it's dope that you just took that chance i mean for all the listeners like there's a lot of careers out there that could be similar to where it's like something maybe you have really passion for doing that's maybe either really saturated like there's so much so much competition or maybe it's just kind of like a weird specific field but like just go for it like the fact that you just send an email and like this is like your livelihood now and you love it like i think that's dope so yeah. I just yeah I would encourage and you. I, I, you should why haven't you gone back oh, well I mean we're gonna get into it soon yeah, once I'm you start kinda, doing videos for this but I haven't done a is lot that gonna kind of spark your interest back into it again I think so I mean I've already we've already started you know with the, the podcast and different things you know Carl started mixing again I'm trying to get back into producing music and then mm-hmm. we're gonna do, have some video stuff for you guys so uh, there, there's definitely gonna be some some juices flowing that used to flow back in the day yeah. so we'll yeah. see you never I, know. I think it's all about just sticking to your passion and. Um, realizing that you're capable of whatever uh, you put whatever your mind you to. put your mind to pretty yeah. much um, I never thought that I would have landed a job full-time with the Kings working in the NBA you know yeah. being around NBA players yeah that's like one of my dream jobs and I never thought that it would happen until like I took those chances and you know like I know people would land internships like that but they're scared of you know how, how stable is that job gonna be or yeah. like yeah. How, how like did you have those fears yeah, I did have those fears, and um, after my internship, they didn't offer me a full-time job. Oh. So I had to go work um, at a health agency for like eight months. So that kind of bummed me out. Oh, okay. Um, but at least I knew, and at least I felt good about taking that chance of doing that yeah, internship. Yeah, yeah. No, that's tough. Um, but How were those eight months, though? It's... Uh, <laughs> I, I was going <laughs> to say, No man. lie. Like, I was, going from what you are super passionate about yeah. to a desk job? That's like the harsh reality of it, like you go through these ups and downs and you got to stick with it. Like you got to stick with uh, what you know and what you love. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the just desk job cause I needed money. Yeah. yeah um, sure. I needed to pay bills, Understandable. You know, student loans and stuff like that. 
Um, and you know, I was just grinding through it. I, I kept my relationship with the King strong. Like mm-hmm. I, I had a really good relationship with the guys over there. So eventually, when they opened up the position, um, I was like one of the first guys that they called. Like, hey, nice. we open up the position. We want you to apply. Um, it's not guaranteed that you're going to get it because obviously there's going to be like competition. Hella other people trying to get the job. But eventually, like I stick with it. Um, the interview process was like long. I had to interview like three times. Um, but you know, eventually, they knew how passionate I was about yeah. what I did and how passionate I was uh, for the team and how well I worked with others. So that's so that's sick. Awesome. I yeah. know. I just follow your dreams, guys. Yeah, and it's just, like just, something that Mitchy said: put your passions and what you want out into the universe, and yeah. it's bound to happen. Yeah, I Do mean, you believe in that? Yeah. I when I was working that desk job for eight months, all I thought about was working with the Kings. Like, how dope would it be to be working with the Kings? Like, I would I would hope and pray like a position would open up, mm-hmm. and eventually it did. And like, awesome. I think it's all about just really wanting it. Yeah, and just is it not consistency? It's um, what is the word that I'm going for? Persist, uh, persistent, per- persistence, per- perseverance, perseverance. There we go. Yeah. Because, I mean, eight months of a grueling desk yeah. job that you don't necessarily want to be at and then ending up where you want it to be just shows a lot about your character, man. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not going to apply to everyone. Obviously, like, I got lucky that they opened up a job. Right. And they but you still up. have the skill, well, though. It's yeah. not necessarily luck. No, yeah. you, but you put the work in. They chose you. To get to get to that point. Yeah. Like, even just from applying. That's all you. Like, that's... Yeah. Yeah, that kind of just goes to show for all the listeners out there. If you're ever dealing with... You know, you don't know where you want to be in life or you don't necessarily you're in some place that you don't want to be. You can always find a way to dig yourself out of a hole or to find other opportunities. You just have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. If that makes sense. You just have to be willing to do something you're not willing to do. Like for Marky's sense, he had to be uncomfortable at a job that he not necessarily wanted to be at. He had to be there because he wanted to make money, but he ended up finding opportunities, you know. And that goes for everyone. I think people don't really stop to think about this stuff because a lot of people, I, I I guess I feel like a lot of people would be sad in a sense because they in your position at your desk job and it would kind of be like discouraging, discouraging. Yeah. But the fact that you kept pushing, you kept like you kept the dream alive. Yeah. Like that should be the goal for everyone. You know, it's just don't let your dreams be dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but also like with the perseverance thing, like it's also never too late. Like I think a lot of people get tracked in like the mundaneness of like the everyday life. Like maybe you have a desk job now and you want it and that's like I mean, I'm I I've, I've been working in my job for 6 years in yeah, 6 years. It's crazy. And I I well, I don't hate it, but I don't want to do it for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I'm still waiting for like something, but like I'm I'm still pursuing it. And I mean, there's, if you're 40 or you're 50, it's still not too late. Yeah, exactly. If you're 60, give it up. But yeah. <laughs> like, like for me, I wanted, I would love to stay in chemistry field. Mm-hmm. But right now, the field that I'm in right now isn't as exciting to me because it's protein powders. But I really, really, really want to get into medicinal marijuana, like creating oils and really? uh, things like that. I've been really trying to find jobs about that because I think it's such, it's so new still although weed's been around forever the technology and the science behind it is still kind of untouched yeah and i just think it's so fucking hop, cool hop, do you look for like jobs and stuff hop on yeah there, i still man. actively look on linkedin and stuff like that yeah. i was actually looking for jobs in vegas when uh <laughs> after we visited ryan after right. we oh, saw yeah. yeah i was like maybe there's some spots in vegas and i found a like a cbd slash um what's it called the thc oils i'm like dude yeah. that's wild we'll come through i mean you never know stay tuned guys. and there's also a lot of stuff stuff st- stuff in LA and stuff so I was I think don't let your dreams be dreams let that shit let be that reality shit bang. yeah, yeah. And put it into the universe it's not just like hoping things would happen you have to work towards it like you have exactly. to work really hard uh, for me like during my internship I worked extra hard uh, I think it's all about just being unique and um, standing out I think is, Agreed. is, is yeah. a huge thing I've seen your resume I remember you showed me it when we were in college and mm-hmm. I was blown away yeah it is fucking nice it's it has borders it has like oh. color <laughs> he has his picture on it <laughs> right is that yeah. still it yeah dude it was fucking sick i was like yo should have had give me that one. template <laughs> yeah i just honestly, have hella ugly picture honestly, on my resume <laughs> like people tell you like oh yeah don't put your picture on it or like don't make it all fancy but that's like one thing that sticks st- out that stands out like yeah people will see your face and they'll remember it and they see your template and stuff like that dude send it, me your template i think it's like 
maybe looked down upon, but I think it's. It I guess helps. it kind of depends yeah. on the field. For your field specifically, I feel like it would be more useful since you're more based of like off of your creativity. Right? Yeah. Right? But I don't know, maybe in science. No, I, I'll give it a try though. I'm a fucking no. I what he's saying like about the look, look down upon. I think that's true, but I think also like the working world has changed so much. Like it used to be frowned upon for people that didn't hold down a job for more than like a year or two years. But now but people now, are just hopping. Yeah, because like the millennials and so many people are moving from job to job. They're chasing the money. They're trying to get better opportunities, better money. It's not even like looked down upon so much that like you were Anymore. here for six months and then now you're here. It's just like they know you're trying to find your niche or your yeah. what especially works for you. now with everything's contract. Yeah. Nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot like, of stuff. Like, for, for example, your intern was technically kind of like a contract. Yeah. I think it's kind of scary, though, being under a contract. I don't know. It I, is I, scary, yeah. Because you're, you're not guaranteed the job forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that people live under a contract that have, like, kids and they have um, a house and stuff like that. So a lot of things to keep track of. Yeah. yeah. So it's kinda, you have kids? No, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> you put your hand up. Not that I... Uh, no, I don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> anyways <laughs> i miss you guys but yeah so um on topic of your your nba stuff yeah. um what is what is the craziest thing you've seen in person that that you can't really feel through watching tv or like watching through the game on tv if that makes sense yeah i mean what experience like what experiences do you encounter that you can't really feel through watching it on the television so what you're you see court, on TV. Are you courtside? Yeah. Okay. So when when we film the games, uh, we're courtside um, with the broadcast camera. So there's the broadcast camera, and then there's our camera. Mm-hmm. Our camera is different because we we want to film for like a documentary, so it's a little more cinematic. Okay. Um, but when you're at a game, like I definitely recommend going to a game. You just feel the energy. You feel the electricity in the air. Like you you just feel all that like craziness in in the arena. And then when you see a play happen or like a big dunk, like it's it's more impactful being there in the moment than watching it on TV. Okay, yeah, you actually feel the energy, um, the I think, screams across the stands. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, it sounds corny, but it's no. true. Like when when the fans go crazy, it's it's hell freaking loud, yeah. and like your ears w- would start ringing and stuff. <laughs> That's crazy. But um, I think the craziest thing, I think just being courtside um was seeing uh, Giannis. i was about to ask who was the craziest uh, like how starstruck were you when you saw him when i saw Giannis, i was just like dang he's long like <laughs> he's super tall his arms are hella long and then he did like this windmill dunk or something like there was a break but there's like a fast break and like he did a crazy windmill dunk and i was just like damn that dude one is. arm is probably like five feet yeah it's it's just crazy to That's see wild. that there's there's humans that exist like that and hella Giannis and Tentacumpo um yeah so it was it was dope seeing Giannis and then um when LeBron played and I saw him for the first time like courtside I was just like dang like that's LeBron right there I, I wouldn't even be recording I just hold the camera and just stare at like, stare at whoever <laughs> like completely playing. off angle <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> even recording it's, the video. it's crazy because when you're when you're on the court and you're assigned to film specific things like um what's your specific when you so, or is it different every game uh, it's almost the same every game. It's when there's pregame, we we film them warming up and then um, doing some cool dances yeah, and shit. Yeah, like during the intros, mm-hmm. they would like you know go through the the handshake line and stuff like that. It's just just little moments like that that we would use for an edit, like a cool edit. Mm-hmm. Um, but just being on the court, there's just so much going on. Like I bet. you have uh, the players warming up, you have the referees in the middle. Like there's like at least like fifty people on the court. And you're working around that and you just being you just feel like there's so many eyes on you on uh-huh. the court and i just applaud these nba players for being so focused every game yeah and like you hear fans just tripping at them like talking shit like what's the most offensive thing you've heard well yeah i mean there's nothing crazy or okay nothing that's memorable cool. that i heard all right so um you're a Kings fan, obviously. Mm-hmm. You work with other people that work for the Kings, obviously. Mm-hmm. Are they allowed to have another favorite team, or do they keep it like on the low, or is it like un- like you know unofficially like forbidden to say that you like another team other than the team you work for? I think. Well, to answer your question, yeah, you can like another yeah. team, but I think everyone who works for the Kings 
are like they're be- kings. They fans. are there oh, for yeah. the kings. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you're gonna work at Nike and then be like, you know, I like Nike, but I still fuck with Adidas. You, well, yeah. I mean, I'd work for the Kings, but they're not my favorite team. That's why I asked. I just... Oh, okay. Well, I think another reason why they're hired is because of how loyal they are to their yeah. team, right? Yeah. Believe it or not, that's something they look for is how well you oh. know the team. Yeah. And they ask questions about like the team history. Um, they just want to make sure that you you're in you love the team you're and you're invested. passionate because it'll it'll show in your work. Yeah. Will it with, that makes with sense. what you said about the history do they did they go in depth with maybe like how the era you grew up in with Peja, Bobby yeah, Jackson, they, stuff like that. Did they bring that up? Yeah, I mean they don't bring up like specific players um, like Years? eras or players. Oh, okay. They just want to know if you know anything about like the history. Like how many conference finals have we gone to or Yeah, n- many... nothing that specific. They oh. just they just pretty much just say like tell me about what you know about the Kings. Oh, yeah. okay. it's, it's very, it's very broad. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, and that, they kind of just go from that. You fucking just go for an hour long of, <laughs> yeah, of yeah. how much you love the Kings. Uh, are like, all right, shut up. Yeah, we didn't uh, want all that. <laughs> yeah, but I think since the Kings aren't in the playoffs, like we haven't been in the playoffs for like the last 12, 13 years. I think that's gonna change soon. Yeah. Oh well, actually, the West got fucking stacked. Yeah. I don't know. Our division got way tough. Yeah. Because but everyone that was a playoff team already got better but mm-hmm. okc fell out mm-hmm. portland's still kind of stagnant celtics yeah. are probably... i still think this is the west coast though oh sorry yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i thought we were just talking about teams that weren't gonna uh, but yeah, yeah since since we're not in the playoffs we root for teams in the playoffs that when when playoff time comes mm-hmm. we root for other teams and that's completely fine like everyone's okay. cool with it so as you mentioned not being in the playoffs once this regular season's over what do you do because you're still a full-time employee, yeah. correct? So what is your what are your duties as a videographer post-season or pre-season? Yeah, so when the season ended, this was my first off-season. Mm-hmm. And it, it gets pretty, like, dead at, like, certain points. But um, most You still of, have stuff to do? Most, yeah, every week we have stuff to film, stuff to edit. Um, this past season, we were working on a documentary. Oh, um, is that coming uh, out soon? Yeah, coming out soon. Um, we're planning to drop it in early August. Was it on like YouTube or something? Yeah, it's going to be on YouTube and all of our social. But um, cool. we, we were busy working on that documentary um, just because last season was one of the best seasons we had mm-hmm. in the last 10 years. I thought you guys were going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, we were we were hoping um, we started the process of creating the documentary when we were in the run for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but since we didn't make it, like we wanted to have it as an overall um, season recap but that's what we were working on when the season ended um, and then it's it's all a cycle so when mm-hmm. the season ends usually there's playoffs after playoffs we go into summer league or no after playoffs we go into draft yes so if we draft someone uh, who did you draft this year we had all second rounders so oh you got Kyle Guy I Kyle remember. Guy uh, Justin James I don't know um, who that is. I just know Kyle Guy because he was on Virginia. Yeah, he's dope. He's a really cool guy. Um, we worked with him. Do you get to meet meet these players personally? Yeah, and get to know them personally. Um, there's rarely or is it kind ever of just a like chance a... for us to you know like get to know the guy. I mean, unless we interview them. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a personal level, like without cameras, there's rarely a chance that we get to do that unless we're on the road or like going to a trip. Oh, okay. So good segue into that. You were in. Italy, yeah. Uh, how many months ago? Two months ago? A month Probably ago? A month ago? Yeah. You were in Italy with Buddy Heald. Yeah, Buddy Heald. And if you don't know, Buddy Heald is a shooting guard for the Sacramento Kings. He's pretty, pretty up there in terms of his shooting ability. Mm-hmm. Came he, from Oklahoma. Uh, he so was in the All Star. He was. He participated in the uh, three, three point, point contest. Yep. Yeah. He did really well the first round, and then the second round, I think it, the nerves got to him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how was that trip? It with was him. like explain the cause and how all that happened, you know? Yeah, so the NBA uh they put on a yearly event called uh NBA crossover. Okay. So this event uh is pretty much it pretty much showcases the NBA culture and how it affects music, uh fashion and art, which is pretty dope. Yeah, that's neat. So I never would have thought of that too. I mean neither. Yeah, so um, the NBA decided to have Buddy healed out there, and um, our uh, organization thought it would be a cool opportunity for us to document his travel and um, document what it was like to go through these events. Um, and it was the experience of a lifetime for me. I was working 
at my desk my manager comes through he's like yo you're gonna go to italy next month with buddy all right cool and i was like what, what? <laughs> wait so you were hand chosen by your manager uh or by buddy by my manager did you already have a passport or did yeah you have... i had oh, a passport like, dude i've been you would have been if i didn't have my passport it'd be so sad yeah they... my first thought was like why me like yeah. i just got hired and like did, there's, were, there's... were any of your coworkers upset about that or jealous they they, they never get jealous They're, okay that's they don't cool. get upset um I guess they strategically divided up the trips in the off season, mm-hmm. so they decided to have me uh, cover the Italy trip. Um, one of uh, or two of my coworkers are gonna go to India because we're gonna have two preseason games in India. What? Yeah, which That's is pretty crazy. dope. And then um, I think my manager maybe like two months ago went to India with Harrison Barnes. Oh, I forgot uh, he's on the Kings nice. now. Yeah, so Harrison Barnes went to India, and then we had our uh, manager go out there. And, with him but yeah they decided to have me out there to italy and it's it was dope like that is sick we went to um milan the city of milan it's a beautiful city beautiful of it it's was it su- it was probably super hot no surprisingly what? it was dude it, the the weather was really perfect it was last month yeah what the fuck oh they're in a different part of the like a month oh, okay i guess so country. i guess summer's different for them yeah but Milan wow. is Milan was beautiful. It's, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> like, yeah, no, they're not. Uh, they're, they're not, not next in, door. They're not. <laughs> yeah. Milan is the fashion capital of the world. Yes, sir. So when I was when I landed and I was we were driving through the city, you see people in designer like you see people in suits and like that's crazy. crazy outfits, and I think that's what stuck out to me is that they're so like aware of what's trending in fashion. That's yeah. wild. And I think that was about the time where, like, the, the Nike Sakai's came out. Those are so sick. Those oh, are yeah. sick, right? We so that those. that day it came out, you see people on the streets wearing that shit already. Like, wow. that's that's how that's <clears throat> how crazy it is out there. And th- I think Off-White, you see a lot of Off-White there. Off-White was um, created in Italy, too, in Milan. Oh, I didn't w- know that. Virgil made it in Italy? Yeah. I did not know that. Developed in Italy, I think. Did that kind of inspire you to become a fashionista? Or fashionisto? I was gonna say did you come back dripped out like, whoa where'd you come balenciaga from? <laughs> yeah, yeah like i wish i mean i don't have the money for it but yeah it, it's, just steal you, it. you're just you're just inspired <laughs> money just have a uh, fucking buddy buy it for you yeah <laughs> but yeah being being in italy with buddy was dope he he was really cool um he's a really good guy he uh went through the events he was we were just like hella tired the whole time really uh, yeah jet lag yeah jet lagged and uh we when we landed it was like 9 a.m Okay. So our our day and our events already started right when we landed. Oh shit! So we went to like a couple events and we wait. Were... Was this flown private jet? No, it was commercial. Do you fly business though? Buddy flies business, but uh, me and my other uh, coworker that does the social, Jason, mm-hmm. he uh, he and I were in the economy class. I guess that's still fine. Yeah. Whatever. Which it's is, a I mean, free, it's, it's a free trip. It's, it's a free trip. Paid for it. exactly. Yeah. It's I'm, free. I'm not. I'm not tripping. Plus, isn't aren't they like way nicer planes as opposed to like if you're just going to Vegas or something? Like yeah, they're a, bigger. They're bigger. The, they probably have the three, the four, three planes are a lot bigger. And um, watch I, a bunch of movies. I think the yeah. sh- the shitty part was our our plane to Italy was hella old. Oh, like, that's it was, scary. It was one of the oldest planes that I've ever seen. Great. And you can tell like. Everything was kind of like run down. The fucking shit. oxygen masks just fall <laughs> because they're so old. It reminded me of uh, have you, you guys seen Soul Plane? Yeah. And then uh, you know you know <laughs> you know that um, where it goes crazy. No, in in that uh, economy class air uh-huh. area, it was like lockers. For the- <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. It, it reminded TVs? me of that. It didn't have TVs. Ah. So I was kind of stuck. Yeah, I was thinking like, oh, maybe I should download some Netflix shows or movies, but. I was like, maybe they have TVs on there. I can just watch. But they didn't have it. Damn. Did you nice. have TVs on the way back? On the way back, yeah. Okay. So that was nice. Damn, that's shitty luck. That's yeah. rough. Well, but did you get to know Buddy personally? You yeah. Know, I segued into there, that. There was, a, there's, get to, there was times where like I got to talk to him and got to get his... What, what I was mostly interested about is what he thought about our work. Mm-hmm. So I, oh, okay. I asked him... Like videographer? Yeah. like I mean, because our team handles uh, and edits the intro videos that play... Mm-hmm. Um, in the arena, like when, the hype videos, oh, the hype videos, the jumbotron. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, it's dope. And that's I was sick. like, I was like, what do you think about it? Like, what kind of music do you like? Or what do you? What music do you want to hear? And he was like, Yo, I, I think it's dope. I just think it should be more hip hop. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you have? Like EDM on it? Um, sometimes we have EDM, and then um, sometimes there's like 
this uh, rock song that we use. Um, but I think, I mean, since they're they're in, NBA players, they they like hip hop a lot. Did more. you give that yeah. feedback to your your manager? Yeah. How did yeah. they How did they take it? I mean, they they all agree. I mean, hip hop is the most like dominant one in the NBA. In the NBA. Is it mainly you don't do it because of uh, I don't know. It's not as crowd friendly. Yeah. Or what we, is it? I mean, we want to cater to as much of the fans as possible. Yeah. So we don't choose songs that are like strictly like hip hop. Fucking bitches. Yeah. Fucking bitches yeah, drinking popping bottles, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about like creating videos um, for the intro is just like, what song are we going to use? Because mm-hmm. you want to hype up the crowd, but then you also want to have the players. Old wanna, Town Road, yeah. baby. Yeah. So yeah, he 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 thought like hip hop would be dope, and he thought all the work that we were doing were dope. So, did he follow you? Uh, no, he didn't follow me, which sucks. I, I think he buddy, was like, come on, man, come on the podcast. Yeah, talk he's about probably it. listening. So let's talk about it, buddy. Follow your boy, Marky. I'm calling Diesel Dave over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you want, whatever. I'm just. But yeah, it was it was a cool experience. We went to uh, this place called Lake Como. And Lake Como. Yeah, that. That Wait, was, Lake Como? Yeah, Lake Como. Oh, oh okay. I heard Lake Homo. <laughs> okay. Lake, Lake I yeah, I heard Lake Como. Lake Como. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was it was we Glad didn't have any events out there, but uh we got to hop on a boat and tour the area, so it was it was dope. Did Wait, you get was to drive the boat? With, buddy drove the boat. And I got to oh, drive yeah, I got to drive the boat. I was thinking the first thing that came to my mind was the dude with the striped shirt with the the long oh, gondolas, stick. gondolas, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you guys are riding on. <laughs> Buddy's fucking huge. He was like, <laughs> yeah. That's it was. No it wasn't like a gondola. It was like a motorboat. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, That's so like, fun. It's you guys so have like cool. cigars and shit, just smoking <laughs> them yeah. on the boat. It's fucking tight. Yeah, it's dope. So I mean, you see like everything that like how you were talking about earlier, like how hard it is for like or how skilled the NBA players are to stay focused, like in the arena. And then obviously there's so much more that goes into being an NBA player. Obviously you're talking about your trip now. They're doing different things, promotions with the for the organization and stuff. What do you think about like the salaries for just professionals? I mean NBA players, but just professional sports in general. Like, because there's I feel like there's very maybe not mixed views, but there's the view of you know it's just a game. Uh, and they, get they paid getting paid so, so much, much right? Mm-hmm. And then there's also. Well, actually, I haven't really heard the other side, so that's why I'm sure there is. Like I said, I didn't know that they have they do all these other things in different countries and stuff. So yeah, it's like it's a very it's taxing. like a 24/7, 365 type. Yeah, of job. yeah. yeah it it's, it's it's not like you just play a game and then go. You also home, have to like, deal with like media scrutiny, practice, player yeah. fan scrutiny. I mean, true. true. I mean, but is it worth the millions they make? That's the oh, question. I think it's worth it for sure. Obviously, they but. make money from the team. But they also have like on top of the money they make from the NBA, they have sponsorships. So yeah. if they have, Nike, they have Nike contract or like another New Balance, um, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> so I think, I mean, obviously they get paid like a shit ton. Yeah, but they also have a they bring in a shit ton of money for their team yeah, as well. Yeah. So I, I I think the part that people don't realize is that yeah, like you said, they work twenty four seven. I think I realized how much they worked was when I went on a road trip with them to the East Coast. Uh-huh. Okay. So we had a couple... You just drove to the East Coast? Yeah, I was like, wait. No, no, it was... It's called a road trip, but oh, we, we oh, fly yeah. out there. Oh, I was like, that's why? far as fuck. <laughs> but yeah, like near near the end of the season, we um, we went on a road trip uh, to the East Coast, play a couple games out there, um, and it's just nonstop. Like once we land, we go straight to a hotel, and then you have like a couple hours to chill, and then you play the game say like we were in new york right mm-hmm. and then the next game was in boston right boston boston <laughs> um i think we had a couple of back-to-backs so what i realized was that after we played our game in new york we hop on we hop straight on the bus hop on the plane and then uh we would land in boston probably like at one or two in the morning and then um the next day they would have like shootout at 10 a.m and they would have yeah. the game, and it's like, damn, you do daunting. that for eighty-two games. That's like, wild. It's it's crazy. They have practice and stuff like that. So I, they they're constantly working, and yeah, it, like I was tired, and I was just filming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's that was a question I was gonna ask, like the behind the scenes stuff that not the average fan could see because they get so much shit for you know not being as good one night as say compared to another night, but they don't see 
these layover flights, these yeah. one flying tough, in man. at one a.m. Because like, I can imagine, like after playing a game, and then you hop on the plane, you get to your hotel. It's like two a.m. You're not gonna fall asleep like that. Like yeah. you're still hyped from the game. Yeah. And then you still gotta wake up in time for like practice the next day or the game the next day. So it's like for those back-to-back games, it's tough. Um, but like, it's I, just that's, a part of that's the what I realize about the NBA players. Like they work really freaking hard. Yeah. And on top of on top of the hard work that they put, they gotta play well. They have the pressure of you know being cut from the team if they don't play well or being traded and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Just because you're signed on a contract doesn't mean true. Yeah. So you get it's, it's a lot of pressure especially being on the nba you have like a lot of scrutiny and then um you have your your expectations for yourself as a player Um, there's just so many pressures coming from different aspects of everything yeah so wild even just the game i'm gonna just say this i'm not very athletic i went to play basketball this morning for the first time in probably over for sure over a year um i was really bad but also uh i mean there's just so i mean i guess if you know the game it's easier but i was just like wow this is not like this is a sport like that's involved like you were that guy you know I, that guy who does it <laughs> he has a character who plays basketball oh, creamy biggums <laughs> creamy biggums yeah, yeah, that's yeah. who you were i was i was like you had the was, goggles and everything i was shooting around <laughs> and i was dropping threes like nothing and then once i started the game and like actually had people defending i i, I couldn't even figure out how to dribble it was so bad i had turnovers You're double dribbling the whole time everybody dribbling. did double dribble once everybody on my team was like really good and they were all super young do and, you play basketball, Marky? Uh, rarely, which is surprising, right? Uh-huh. Like, I mean, I think we play basketball. We back, used to play back in yeah, school, like yeah. just pick up back in school, and then before that, I played in a league um, in middle school or something. But I've always been a fan of basketball, like yeah. playing 2K or something. That's tight. But I'm not really good on the court. So. Mm. Hey, same. But, yeah, it's involved yeah. for sure. So Yeah, actually, so we touched upon music, and we have this weekly segment that we call the – weekly repeat okay so do you have any type of this is kind of where we talk about some type of music and or show or anything that we've been kind of binging on the last week or so or just in general um you can go last but i my um weekly repeat is coming from um i just heard of the song but i've heard it before but i didn't actually start listening to it till recently it's called uno by mj it's like uno dos tres no tres Cuatro. Cuatro. They got bitches sicking ass in the lot, though. You ever heard it? MJ? MJ. Oh, no. I've never heard oh, that. Okay, then never mind. No, I mean, it's still your But that's my repeat. weekly repeat. And ever since you mentioned fucking Ed Sheeran's album, I've been listening to that thing. Slappers, no, right? That shit's so good. There's like three songs I don't like on that whole album. Which ones are they? Because I only have one skip, and it's the Bruno Mars song that I. It's the, the Bruno really Mars hate. one. I don't like the Treat You Better or something like that with. Uh, oh, who's it with? It's with somebody. Treat Me Better. Treat You. Oh, it's, uh, oh, t- take no, 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 hold on. I got it. Best part of me. I don't like that one, and I don't like remember the name with Eminem Fifty Cent. What? That shit goes hard. You're I don't know. Fake. I just <laughs> what? Wait, what was the other one? Take me, make me better. Take me, take b- me back to London. No, no, no. Make me a better with Yerba featuring Yeba. Yerba, dude, you're it's tripping. A slow Those song. songs are fire. Is it like a wedding song? Look, uh, no, yeah, I don't. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a wedding. It's, song. it's really is that good the though. song with the guitar. Yeah, it's slow paced. Yeah, it's like it was a really nice. Feeling. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I liked all of them. Yeah, no, good, good album, great. Yeah. Uh, well, my weekly repeat. I don't have any albums. I've been listening to a song. Uh, I don't know. You guys might have heard it before. It's called "Can You Feel the Love Tonight." Um, except it's a new version with Beyonce and Childish Gambino. I just want to say, I saw Lion King a few nights ago, and I'm not going to give any spoilers out, but Mufasa dies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, but are the- you serious, David? You're <laughs> fucking gonna spoil Dude. it. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but the music, I mean, the vocals were were this song. I think was the best song of the whole. It's movie. not on the soundtrack. It's not. I had to look. You have to look up. You just if you have Apple Music or whatever, just look up. Can you feel the love tonight? And just put like Beyonce, and then it'll come up. It's oh. not on the album for the 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 movie for soundtrack. whatever reason. Yeah. But great, I mean, Childish and Beyonce, like, they harmonize. It's amazing. I mean, it'll put you in your feels. Yeah. Like, it makes me want a girlfriend. Also, sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just kidding. I always so want So you one. can feel the love tonight? 
Yeah. Also, I forgot to mention, I was watching Stranger Things. You guys watch Stranger Things? I haven't yet. Dude, it's watch on it. the list. It's fucking crazy this There's season. so many things. It's it's not gory per se, but there are some pretty graphic whoa, stuff whoa, whoa, that whoa, is whoa. not in the last season. Spoilers, dude. It's like, you don't want to be eating while you watch it sometimes. I'm not that weak of a stomach, but I respect it. Yeah. Have you ever seen, like, poop? Because it's not in it anyways. Go I was going to say, did you hear the first episode? <laughs> no. Uh, no, that and then oh, uh, the song. Oh, yeah, I just did. I actually didn't do anything except the Can You Feel Love Time. But there's another song called Millionaria by Rosalia. It's a little, uh, I don't know what it would be classified as, like reggaeton maybe. or It's it's definitely on Hispanic. The Latin, Latin. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been filming those two songs. And then I've been watching, I've been catching up on Workaholics, Dude. which we kind of talked about. It's The show is, the is just so Dude, funny. Dude, we got... Oh, well, okay. <laughs> we we watched we it. watched it <laughs> at Ryan's house, and it was fucking funny. Dude, Ryan's all over dude, that. Dude, exactly. I was, we used to watch that religiously in college. We yeah, would watch it on the days it would come out. We would go on and watch yeah, it. Yeah, we would watch Comedy parties. Central. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> super tied butthole. If you guys haven't watched Workaholics and you enjoy this podcast, you would enjoy the fuck out of Workaholics. Please watch it. I am Adam. Yeah, if you check it out, you are Adam. Carl I think you're Blake. Adam. I, you, do you think so? I can see you as a Blake. And you could definitely be Durs. I mean, Blake's cool, right? He is super small peen. So <laughs> I just feel like maybe not that. You guys both can't be fighting with complete or super hard. It's like, oh dude, yeah, the fully torqued on your body, bro. <laughs> he said, "I'm fully torqued." <laughs> All right, Marky, okay, what's Marky, your sorry. weekly repeat? What you been um, into? I don't have any new music. I don't think anything came out like in the past week, but I'm still on that mustard album. Dude, oh, you're yeah. telling me. I love that, dude. Ballin is my favorite song. Ballin, on that album. Yeah, that's a dope I think song. Roddy Rich, Perfect Ten, still me, still my uh, Perfect Ten. Yeah, I just it's song. like it feels like a summer song to me. Like I want to have my top down with like, nips. Yeah, just like yeah. The, the the melody. Mm-hmm. It's it. so good. But you guys saw Mustard in Vegas, right? Dude, we, we did. did. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was and we also fun. saw Elevator. Or we didn't see her. No, we she didn't. Was there. She was there. You know who else was there? Noodles. Uh, noodle. Use her noodle. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, wait, who's that? She's a DJ. She's from uh, the Bay Area. She DJed at the Jewel yeah. the next day. Yeah, we were we were there in the morning. Okay. I think Jewel wait, was no, where Jewel we were. Jewel was where we were supposed to see Tori Lanez. Oh, okay, Tory then Lanes. never mind. Yeah. That's where we were then. Yeah. When we met up with Marky. Because you were there oh, for yeah. Summer League. Yeah, I was there for Summer League, and uh, Carl hit me up. He's like, yo, we're going to see Tori Lanez at the Jewel. And I was like, where is that? And it happened to be in the hotel I was staying yeah, at. Yeah, that was crazy. So, so literally, he's like, yo, can you get ready in like 20 minutes? Because we're going to be here and we, we're on the guest list. We need to get in. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like upstairs. So I think I can make it. Yeah, <laughs> it worked out perfectly fine. So I just got ready hella quick and ran downstairs and met these guys. And yeah. Yeah. Okay, so forewarning for anyone that's going to Vegas. And if you get a promoter and they tell you be at a certain time at the earliest, that's the earliest you can be there. You could show up a little later and still okay. get in. Yeah. That's just the pressure we kind of applied because we're not veterans at Vegas. But just for those of you that are going, know that you don't have to be there when the promoter tells you to. But it's not a bad idea to go early. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. But don't, swim. don't pressure yourself to get there super, super early. Right. Because sometimes you may pregame too hard and the <laughs> night's ruined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had. Yeah. Yo, actually, It'll we happen. have a different story I, I forgot to mention, right? So me and David, we're all flying back. We flew Spirit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we fucking flew yeah, Spirit, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> you know, flying on a budget. So we were flying Spirit, and then we brought uh, we brought stuff with us back to yeah, back to play? the Bay Area. Paraphernalia? Is Paraphernalia that? slash no. stuff we're not supposed to have. Yeah, we're not going to go in depth with bring. what it was. So David packed, or I packed it. No, I no, packed David it. packed it. Yeah, it's whatever. And then um, I packed it. So we packed it. We went through TSA, and then the we were. I was. I was like, my, I was scared for David. So I was just like, my heart, my heart was beating dumb fast. I was like, okay, please just get us through TSA and we'll be fine. And then they checked Sid's bag and I was like, okay. But it was for her contact solution. So it was okay. And so they got to David's bag and the guy was like stomping on it. And what made it worse was David's in my ear next to me while we're looking at him watch the the bag. He's like, David's just like, that's my bag, man. He he sees it. And I was like, David, <laughs> shut up! You're just you're not making this any better. So I was like, stops. tell my mom, tell her what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so we he stops the bag, he grabs it, and then he's like feeling around in it, and then he takes it back around to go through it again. Yeah. And then I'm shitting bricks at this point. I was like, we're gonna get in trouble. We're going to jail, and we're probably gonna have our flight delayed because we're flying Spirit. So mm-hmm. it was like, he he went through it again, and then the security's like, whose bag is this? And then David's, David's calm as fuck. I don't know how he kept his composure. <clears throat> I was, I was sitting on the bench. I was like, 
Honestly, bro, I just I had the mindset like I'm not going back. And if they would have said like what's in here, I would have just ran. <laughs> you guys can have it and just dip. <laughs> and so they opened the bag and it was his speaker. Yeah, what? yeah, it was yeah. the speaker that they double checked it for because you know you're supposed to take out the electronics. Oh, he didn't take out. The yeah, speaker. they didn't take they didn't mm-hmm. take the speaker out. And then that's what he's like. You need to take this out of the bag next time. Dave's like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got through. I was like, David, what the fuck? Dude? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, just for anybody that's gonna be traveling, you actually can get a gun through security because <laughs> they didn't even catch it. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy as fuck though. It was. Yeah, it was fun. We had fun, right? Do we had have a, a pre-check? No, but we were thinking about, or I was thinking about buying it. You should definitely invest because you fly often. Yeah, but I, it's it's about one twenty to two hundred a year. I didn't know uh, that. I thought it was eight, what or I sixty saw was to 80. 80, a, 80 for five years. I heard that they're raising it. That's what someone oh, told me. Okay. But I could double check. I have the pre TSH uh, app, so I think I'm gonna register cool. for it because you can go to any. I think it's DMVs where you can uh, oh, get yeah. checked in for that. Okay. So if you guys fly a lot, pre pre TSA check or even skip if skip the lines you don't have to take your shoes off or yeah. your jacket or, or your, your jacket yeah but they still check uh, your bags but it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so much more it's convenient easier. yeah i mean i never cuz they do about a it. background check yeah i never care about it until i'm flying and then i'm like i wish i would just get TSA pre check so i don't fly that often but i mean if you fly uh, at least like 2 to 3 times a year it's enough to be like every time you go you're going to be irritated yeah <laughs> be like i should just get pre check um how do you do on planes how do i do yeah are you do you get anxiety or anxious when you fly i feel like i've flown enough to where i'm comfortable okay and same. i and I, I expect what's gonna happen like okay this is how a takeoff feels this is yeah how mm-hmm. turbulence feels I david's know exactly. not a fan of turbulence yeah well, i mean who is right i think <laughs> i love turbulence i really like turbulence i like the feel of falling what that makes no know. sense i just like the feel of like not you like turbulence marky um or are you a regular no. human being <laughs> Yeah, okay, I, I don't no. like. Sid doesn't like turbulence either, but I like it. Like no one like does, a, Carl. I'm like, I think you feel better. Yeah, hands up, everybody. Let's You're ride stupid. this bitch. I think you feel better about turbulence if you know why it happens. Do you know why it happens? So spit this because yeah. I need to know. Yeah, spit so, your shit, boy. <laughs> so when a when a pilot, um, I don't, I don't know how accurate this is, but when a pilot uh, plans out his flight pattern or like where where the plane's gonna travel, they they travel through like different currents. So like wind how, currents, wind currents, like so, the EAC. Yeah, like the e, like for oceans. Yeah. What is EAC? East Australian current, dude. Oh fuck! It's yeah. fresh. You don't remember that? Noggin. E, yeah. Okay. Dude, right. he's with us. Anyways, All right, carry on. <laughs> so when when uh, the plane goes through a current or goes through a current that's like Crossing. traveling the opposite way or like that's when you feel the turbulence. Oh. Is when when because it's going against. Oh, that does make me against. feel better actually. Because I always thought the plane was low-key, like, having... Because it drops, like... Oh. Yeah, it's fun. No, it literally... I just... It feels like the plane's going to fall out. If, when that happens, it makes me feel like this plane has no control over, like... The wind could just, like, just like mess around and just drop us. You know That's what happens, though, when this, with the, the current, if it's too strong, like... If the current is too strong on the top than it is the bottom, that's what causes the drop. So they would change the altitude to... Oh. To somewhere where the current isn't as strong mm-hmm. so that the, it Damn. hits the, t- Look at you. the bottom. Hey, confusingly clear listeners right here getting educated. Yeah. All right? I, had, a, never I had to take a, a test for something and I didn't pass it. But <laughs> I learned that specifically. Oh, I was like, wait, what? I had to take test? a test for uh, About planes? Force. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. That's tight. That's dope. Yeah, it's fucking sick. It's cool, dude. Well, hey, look at you now, man. You're doing big things. So. Yeah, we have a podcast. We're chilling. We do. We got... A Sacramento Kings videographer on our. It's podcast. great to have you on, man. I hope you had Thanks, a good dude. time. Yeah. Um, let's fucking keep going, then. <laughs> <laughs> what would you encourage um, to all the beginner photographers and videographers that are aspiring to, you know, possibly get into the field or not necessarily the field, but the hobby of it? Because it's mainly a hobby before you want to make it a profession, right? Yeah. So, what would you give to an aspiring videographer, or you know? Yeah, obviously keep at it um keep working on your craft and um mastering techniques that you'll use to be successful on an important shoot or an important edit um also networking is huge um mm-hmm. surprisingly uh meeting different creators that will eventually inspire you to create different things and um, learn different techniques to make dope stuff mm-hmm. so definitely reach out to your fellow creatives and um, talk about what works for you and what doesn't work for you maybe you have questions about how'd you do this how'd you do that so I think 
um, just expanding your knowledge and um, gathering as much like tools as you can mm -hmm. uh, for for you to be you know comfortable at shooting or editing is huge so uh, definitely just keep at it um, uh, try to look for opportunity as much as you can and uh, take risks like if, if you it's yeah, all it's about like man. that yeah gotta take risks yeah if, if take you see it. an opportunity that you're iffy about or like if if you um, have a shoot that um, you have a different perspective on and you have a client that has one one vision and you have another vision just take the chance and go with your vision because you 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 ultimately know um, what's what would be dope for the video so yeah and that doesn't advice. necessarily just go for videos too that kind of goes for everything this is a life fucking advice yeah. type of podcast yeah. i feel so i i uh i did a little photography for a while like i bought all this equipment to try and do it as a hobby and to hopefully maybe like make a side hustle out of it why don't it. we do photo shoots then we could so i did a couple i did like some family portraits and i've done like uh, infant pictures um like the first full family photo shoot i had was bad man it was like super windy it was bad air, lighting you, know? you learn yeah from i stuff. know but like what are you yeah. saying about just like keep trying and like with your vision and stuff is just so true because actually they like love the pictures that like the few good ones like they loved them like i made them huge can i mean they were happy yeah. with it so like yeah. just like you said take the risk i'm yeah. about it yeah so yeah with that being said thank you so much marky for joining the podcast we it was a pleasure to have you yeah um where can they follow you you have any plugs you would like to um you can follow me on instagram it's just my name marky paragus yeah and no we'll put space. that on the yeah no nothing um i think that's where i put all my work and um do you put your edits ever on there? I feel like you should. Um, sometimes, um, and, but I would repost the stuff that I would edit on my. Oh, is that what you stuff. do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, you guys can follow me there and hit me up on there if you have any questions or. Um, any if, you, if you're ever in SAC, you can hit me up. Um, yes, we will. Yeah, we yeah. definitely will. So we should go to a game, even I, though we're not Kings fans. Just a fan of the sport. Yeah, I'm. I'm a fan of the sport. I like the sport. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, David, yeah. do you have anything? I do, time? actually. I was just, I kind of missed this when I was talking about taking risks, uh, just because your boy Carl and I took a risk on this podcast. Uh, and I just want to say, we got 91 followers Dude, on I'm Instagram surprised. alone. Dude, I'm hella 91 surprised. 91 followers. Okay, we started out with zero. All right? Like everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, no, appreciate all you guys uh, following. I love the people, obviously, that have known us and stuff, but the people that don't know us and just like, just still put in their two cents it's, yeah it's and very... they listen like that's um, i love it we literally we appreciate that's why it. we do this and that's also why we want to give you guys a hundred dollars uh again i'm not gonna be redundant but i'm gonna say the exact same thing i said earlier uh do the giveaway enter the giveaway so that you can get a hundred dollars gift card it's on our who doesn't want to be a hundred dollars richard i do have you joined yet marky yes i have Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, can we do it or not? Nah? No, we shouldn't do it. Because I feel like I want $100. I was thinking about also. it too. I was like, okay, I'm going to be on the podcast, but should I still enter? Yeah, still oh, enter. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. it doesn't matter. Enter it. You got it, for sure. And then, yeah, so... Oh, well, you don't got it for sure, but, you know, you got it. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. But, yeah, okay, so with that being said, I hope everyone has enjoyed themselves. Uh, we did. Yeah, be sure to follow us on all of our socials, at Confusingly Clear on Instagram. Where else? SoundCloud. Oh. Um, Apple music or apple podcast yeah sorry. apple podcast spotify okay iheart music all of the things anchor all of it so wow if, if you can't hear us on one social media there's plenty more for you to hear us we're literally everywhere baby yeah, we're watching you and then we're still planning out hopefully making videos for our podcast but we yeah. are still it's gonna be coming uh, soon. figuring out the layout so be patient um with that being said um once again thank you marky for um coming on the show yes, sir and yeah, uh, with that being said everyone have a great week yep Finish stay classy strong, baby yep let's get it baby bye bye that was good dude fuck yeah oh. I think you have to cut one